welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello everyone and welcome to a brand new episode of Tornado Tag Radio here on NOTLG.com. We're going to talk about 205 Live NXT. We're going to talk about the TLC ladder match, which is included in the TLC part from WrestleMania X7. And we're going to take some questions and talk about some news items. But before we get to all that, my name is John and joining me this week is... The Ophidian to my Amasis. Marianne, hello. Oh, that's a callback one. Yeah, I don't know. Cute. I don't know if we've done that. Why do I gotta be Ophidian? You wanted to be Amasis? Actually, I would prefer to be neither of them and just be a spectator, but that's fine. All right. Well, (laughs) fair enough. I'm not a mask person. All right. I mean, that's fine. But I do got snakes tattoos on me, so that works. How are you? Very true. Confirmed. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, As we are recording this, I have the uh, Mets game up. It is the top of the 14th. They are down by one run. Um, So, because who would you be if you weren't also watching a Mets game while recording? Yeah, we're gonna see if uh, we're gonna see how this works here. The quality of this podcast directly correlates with the results of this game. By the way, yes, it absolutely does. Uh, I will. I will be, uh, what am I doing? I'm going to uh, Disneyland tomorrow with, of course Ern- you are. with Ernesto for his birthday. <gasps> Ernesto! Yeah, so that should be fun. A bunch of us Podcast friend Ernesto, even though he's never listened to this podcast and doesn't watch wrestling. <laughs> Very true, he does not. Um, other than that, that's, a, that's about it over here. You How- gonna make him ride the pirate ride more than once? Uh, I, I mean, we'll do whatever he wants because it's his birthday. Ugh, fine, whatever. Today's my stepdad's birthday. Today being Friday. Oh. So. Well then. And yesterday was my coworker's birthday, the coworker that I don't get along with. Yeah. And I remember thinking, she reminds me a lot of my stepdad. And then I realized that their birthdays are one day apart. And I went, hmm. And some people say astrology's a hoax. Yes, they do say that. Anyways. How are you? I'm good. Um, I have been training a lot. For my job, everything's been switching around since the company got bought out, and our responsibilities keep changing. But mm. um, my coworker Shelly now sits up at the front desk with me. She used to have her own desk, and now she has to share my desk, Yeesh. which is a big desk, but still, it's too small for two people. Yeah, especially with the amount of work that we have to do, and the fact that we have four phones at our desk, mm. which is unreal. But we've we've come to a little partnership we have a a shared snack drawer nice we we bring each other drinks and gossip and it's nice so at first i was like ah balls now i can't like be reading wrestling articles and pretend like i'm not reading wrestling articles or dirt sheets while I'm at work. yeah but it's fine because she online shops oh um which is what a lot of the managers do to be fair but yeah um it's been pretty boring um, excited to go to Bola. I'm very excited. Glenn Joseph's going to be there. Nice. Very cool. And I will get to see him, and he wants me to bring my, my Thwarp fan, oh, and nice. I'm going to try and go to Drag Brunch with him one of the days. Oh, cool. So, it'll be sweet. I'm excited to see him a lot. Also, I believe Timmy is listening right now. Oh, um... Timmy being one You just on. made the list! Yes, Timmy, you're on the list. Um, Hello. <laughs> Say hi, John. Hello. <laughs> but anyways, we have news to talk about. 
Yeah, uh, there's there's a lot of news going on right now. Um, I mean, Marianne, we might be seeing the end of 205 Live. Uh, yeah, explain that to me. It's rumored that as soon as SmackDown goes to Fox that they're going to just stop doing 205 Live and I guess the cruiserweight division would be on SmackDown. They haven't really said what they're going to do, but... I was going to say they better not, like, but Gulak... Yeah, no. Gulak and and Biffy. Right. Yeah, they're they'll Give them still... something. If they go to SmackDown, is Mustafa Ali still on SmackDown? Isn't he? Yes. Couldn't they just integrate him back into it? I don't know. If they and, want isn't to. Bud Murphs on SmackDown too? He is. Yes. Just bring them all back together. Make it a whole a whole thing. And if that happens, I will. Damn it, this sucks. But I do miss Mustafa Ali a lot. So. Yeah, this is uh, this is going to be interesting because I mean we you know reviewed that show every week, so that's you know if that show goes away, what are we going to do? Um, and I mean more on that is uh, NXT is moving to USA, uh, and it will be live, and it will be two fucking hours long going forward. Live two fucking hours from full sale of mediocre like matches. Wow. Well, uh, okay. What, what, what I, <laughs> I'm just used to NXT disappointing me more than impressing me. Does that make sense? Right. Uh, it okay. does. Um, I, but I mean, we, you know, at some point should probably talk about what we're going to do uh, with the show. If 205 Live is not going to be a show and uh, it doesn't really sound like we're going to be watching NXT. Um, and we'll we'll figure something out as more stuff comes out. I mean, because we'll... obviously it's like because they may still do two hundred five live as like a specific segment, like at a specific time during right SmackDown, which still means you can still watch it and just not watch the rest of SmackDown. Yeah. So. Uh, I, but I mean, and also AEW is coming very soon, so that that'll, is true. That'll be another thing that we we watch. Um, and Big Dust is part of that, so that will require all of my energy and attention. You just made the list. Yes, so. absolutely. So, uh, I mean, speaking of AEW, it came out today that uh, John Moxley is. I don't know if he's going to ha- need surgery, and the Mets lost. That's great. I don't know if he's going to need surgery or if it's if it's a uh, if it's a, he just needs to rest it. But he will not be at all out. Uh, so that match between him and Kenny Omega, which they've been hyping up for months, is not going to happen. Uh, Your note just says, "Well, John Moxley's arm fell off." Yes. So, Which is all I'm taking from this. <laughs> it sucks because, you know, we're not going to get that match, but uh, AEW announced today that his replacement will be Pac, uh, which, is oh, a, that's dope. which is a match that we were uh, expecting down the line here, but we're getting it now. So that's great. Um, and, yeah, very excited about that. That's a great replacement. It's not like oh, yeah. if it was the WWE, they'd be like, well, guess what? Bring back The Undertaker or Shane McMahon. Yeah, absolutely. And it would just be fucking terrible. Um, <laughs> would you still watch a movie, a pre-Kayfabe movie, with Glenn and Mark? <laughs> uh, I mean, technically, I did watch a movie with Mark in it for... Um, Mark being The Undertaker. <laughs> yes, I did watch a movie with Mark in it uh, for uh, the Geek Say What Network's uh, Geek Offensive podcast, which you can find on iTunes and all over the place. 
How did that go? It was great. It was a lot of fun. I did normal Hulk Hogan voice. <gasps> so when he like he normally talks, not like when he's cutting a promo, just his normal voice, which it's it's very funny. I suggest everyone go listen to it. Just look up uh, Geek Offensive on any uh, podcasty platform, and it was a really fun time. It's always a good time over there. You know, there's a little you plug. Know. A little plug. Also, uh, I guess in other news, WWE took down uh, one of uh, the videos uh, from my stream because we used we used forty four seconds of their video. Forty four seconds. Yes. Damn, John, that's ballsy and kind of a long time. I mean, I didn't do it. Oh well, in that case. I mean, yeah, was my call on on what that that hashtag show? Yes. Oh my god. Well, it's lost forever now and it was it was a pretty funny show, but whatever, it's gone. Uh another show that might be gone soon is 205 Live, so let's talk about that. I really was I I dug this match being that you had noted, "Wait, this is the only match." And I was weirdly excited about that. Yeah, um this was a lot of fun. It was, and I I I it stands to note that what I was weirdly, I was like, why am I weirdly excited about? And then I realized, wow, the less wrestling I have to watch, the happier I am. That's not good. Yeah. Or the less, the less stuff that I have to like retrain my attention on. If it's one match, that's perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. I can totally do that. But if it's like jumping all over the place and then I have to re get into it, then I'm like, Ugh, I don't have enough uh, emotional energy for this. But yeah. anyways, I, this match was a lot of fun. Yeah, I mean, uh, we uh, Drew Gulak starts off the show, and then he's followed by the the one and only, uh, and they're running down their teams. And then uh, you know the open happens, and then we're just introducing these people. And I that's when I realized this is the only match we're going to get tonight, which is which is very cool. So uh, the only match we had was um, the Captain's Challenge Elimination match 10-man tag uh drew which G- i totally dug it was amazing drew gulak aria davari mike canellis angel garza and tony nice taking on the team of akira tony tozawa in all lowercase yes yeah, so taking on the the team of akira tozawa umberto carrillo jack gallagher isaiah swerve scott and oni lorkin and uh i mean first thing off here uh marianne tudor boot jack gallagher's robe um, it reminds me of Damien Sandow, so toot for the memories. I'm also going to toot it mainly because of uh, everyone's reaction when he came out wearing the robe. They seemed <laughs> they seemed very impressed by it. <laughs> it was ridiculous, but yeah. It so, reminded me of Damien Sandow. Yes. Like so much, and then I went, "Aww." <laughs> oh yeah. Um. So, I mean, you have a note here about uh, Aiden talking about uh, Umberto. We get the uh, we get uh, the same thing happening with Angel Garza, but with Nigel McGinnis. Wow, which is content, which is great. So they have both uh, picked a uh, a wrestler. Isn't even trying to be subtle anymore with it. Oh no! Like it's turned into part of his gimmick. Yes, (laughs) like just as Dimples Carrillo, just. I love how I love how Oni slipped in. I may not have the dimples of Humberto Carrillo yes. in there, and I went, "Well, that's a thing." But it's not like his dimples are so prominent you cannot ignore them. They're like you Absolutely. notice his dimples before you notice the rest of his face. Yes, one hundred percent true. Well, and I also noted that you are clearly Team Oni because hashtag Mets. Yes, and uh, I was also am just Team Oni because his 
his Twitter has just been on fire. It always has been. Yeah, I mean, I've ju- I just recently followed him on on everything, so uh, <laughs> he's all caps all the time, and it's great. It's good stuff. Ugh. He's just a really funny person, and I'm super glad that he's getting, like, the backing that he is. <laughs> With his goblin noises and his just weird overall behavior. He's so funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, let's talk about the umbrellas here. The bell hadn't even rung yet. And, we're all and they already umbrellas. brought out the umbrellas. Like, props that soon? What the fuck? Yeah. And then we had Nigel calling Angel Garza the most beautiful man in the world. I mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, yeah, he's hot, but he's, like, not on the list. Don't do the list yet. All right. Um, but he's a hot, he's a beautiful man. But he said, Angel is the most beautiful man in the world. And I went, God damn. Yeah, they're both going hard in the What is this program turned into? I don't know, but I'm fine with it. I'm 100% oh, fine with it. Um, so, Tozawa hits a somersault plancha. Uh, it's of just, course he does. It's the best. Off the ring sto- steps. I love it so much. Um, and then we just start getting the eliminations uh, fast and furious here. Get the headbutt from... We had Tozawa out first by Canellis. Yeah, and then the headbutt by uh, Gallagher on Canellis. Yeah. Which reminded me of Morgan Webster's headbutt. At Marty on Marty Skrull at Bola that one year, I wasn't at that one. Oh, it was so good! The match, like they literally rang the bell and he headbutted him and knocked him out. Amazing! <laughs> it was so good. Good shit. Gallagher is really like there was like whole chunks of that like right after that where I was like, man, he is so light on his feet. Like he's really good. Why haven't we talked more about this? Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's always been very good, uh, you know, since his his progress days and then more in the Cruiserweight Classic. And he's always been a solid wrestler on on 205. I mean, he's had pretty good matches throughout the year. Um, I mean, except the whole getting eliminated by Nice thing that happened, like, literally right after I typed this. Oof, yeah. Oh, boy. That's rough. Goodness. Um, yeah, but, but Gallagher's always been a really solid wrestler, just in my opinion. Yeah, I feel like I feel like he we just talk more about like other people more often than we talk about Gallagher. Yeah, true. It might just be that he looks too much like my brother and it weirds me out. Maybe. That could yeah. be it. That could definitely be it. It's like a softer version of my brother. Um let's see here. Uh, I really enjoyed the Tony Nice uh swerve stuff. I thought it was you pretty what? good. I enjoyed Back it. Back up. <laughs> I've enjoyed Tony Nese things before. I just think he's boring. <sighs> he's boring unless he's wrestling somebody that's not like the which is who is exceedingly like not boring. They have to they have to have enough interesting stuff about them and charisma to make up for his complete lack of both of those things. Yes. <laughs> if that makes sense. No, it does. But my god, that entire segment was beauty and grace. And that like dive, that that elbow like uppercut dive thing where Nice was yeah. sitting down. What the delicious. hell was that? What in the world was that? Like he, uh, Nice slid outside and then he tried to slide into the ropes, but Swerve did like a handstand, but then and then like landed bounced. on him. I don't even know. And I tried, yeah, and I did the same thing as you. I rewatched it several times and I still could not figure out what it was that I looked at. Yeah, it was very weird. Yeah, I watched it like four, four or five times and it was it was very confusing. But I was like, okay, I can buy that. That looked cool. Whatever in the world it was. 
Yeah, I know. Um, there was a couple of moves by by Swerve in there that I was like, "What was that?" Yeah, he's. Uh, it's very cool innovative. That, yeah, and it's very cool that he's getting exposure on. Uh, I guess not NXT more than NXT. I guess I don't even think NXT really counts as exposure all that much. My God, it will when they go to USA Network. That's whatever. That's t- that's television. I'll only I'll only watch for uh, uh, Donovan Dijak, and because I have to for the show. But Don, <laughs> Donovan Don, Dijak. Donovan Dijakovic. Uh, Dominic Dijakovic. Don, or Dominic, Shane Thorne, who we'll get to later. Donovichovic. Uh, uh They set up a... Like, we take a little break from the action, and we set up a match between V. Brian Kendrick and Jack Gallagher backstage, which was fun. I was like, alright, that's fine. Uh, we're setting up stuff for I next lo- week. I loved Tozawa's attitude in that segment. He was, like, the mature one in that segment. Yes. Absolutely. He's like, wait, no, stop. Repeat yourself. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, geez. Uh, the, I mean, uh, Isaiah Sore Scott was in there for a while, but he got... Um, a long time, yes. He got the ever-loving hell super kicked out of him by Angel Garza, who then was hit by... A discus clothesline by Swerve. It was good stuff. Yeah, you thought it was gonna like get uglier, and then he just was like, "I'm gonna take my momentum and pull a fucking like Luke Harper on you." Yes, absolutely. This is very, very cool. I miss Luke Harper. I do too. People, you know what people are saying? I, I don't know if you're really uh, watching or paying attention to SmackDown and what's going on there. They're saying that maybe Luke Harper was the one who hit, uh, who tried to kill. Um, I'm sorry. Who tried to take out? Cool, no, I like cool. kill better. That's who tried to kill Roman Reigns. They're saying I mean, it might be him. I mean, every, he's much larger than Roman Reigns. And everybody that was was you know boohooing about being part of the WWE is coming back slowly and surely. What do you mean? I mean, Sasha's back. She was boohooing. The revival are in a oh the revival. This is great, Marianne. Did you, have you seen this? The revival are basically Randy Orton's lackeys. It's, oh my god, I'm sure they hate it. It's good stuff. It's very cool, and they're using the hashtag um, FTRKO. Oh it's fucking great. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's very that good said, stuff. I will still bang Dash Wilder if wow. push came to shove. Um. Am I do I hit the button? Yeah, just hit the button. I don't care. You just made the list. Um where where in the actual hell are we? Oh, the blind tag from Oni uh was great and the reversal of the half and when he when he took the blind tag from Swerve, he came in and tried to get one over on Nice, but Nice It was so smooth. It was it was good stuff. And then I just have Swerve Scott House of Fire. House of yeah, Fire. He just like popped over the top rope like a cat and went and then tagged himself in. Oh yeah, he it was him and uh Garza, right? I can't remember. I, I think, think it was Garza. So. Yeah, and they were just going at it. And then that crazy ass double stomp from the top rope. Like it almost looked like he was going for the Meteora, which is you know, the double knees, but it looked like he just did a double stomp to his his shoulders and his neck. Yes. Yikes. He just like and then that back kick to Angel's Dome, like, I think I peed myself. It was so oh, yeah. beautiful, oh, I rebound it, like, three times. Yeah. Uh, it was so gorgeous. Shane Strickland just laying it down for Fucking everyone. Fucking hell. House it's on fun. fire. But he is... House uh, out of Fuego. In, indeed, but that that fire is put out by the Cyclone Crash, and uh, 
At least he was Drew Gulak. I would have been upset if it was anybody else. Very, very true. Uh, and then, you know, this match is going on. It's going great. And then all of a sudden, the Lucha House First party. First of all, my note was, holy shit, Arya's in this match. I kept forgetting. <laughs> it was like he would jump down off the apron, and then I would just forget that he was there. Like, he didn't wrestle at all for, like, most of it. And then yeah. he, like, got in every once in a while, and I was like, what the fuck? Arya Davari's here? Yeah. Holy hell. Oh, boy. Um, and the, you know, the match is going along, it's going great, and then the Lucha House Party cuts a fucking promo in the middle of this fucking thing. Yeah, while well, Arya Davari was doing the most, like, airtime he had just with him in a headlock, and that's it. Yeah, it was, uh, oh boy. I was like, wow, this is annoying. Yeah, very, uh, very annoying. Um, and... It was funny because uh, Drew Gulak comes in and just starts hitting Oni Lorcan with a chair. And I'm sitting here going, he hasn't DQ'd him yet. What are we doing here? And he eventually does DQ Gulak after he hits him 10 million times with the chair. Um, and then we get... Which does nothing but make Oni more powerful, to yes. be honest. And then we get a, a fucking uh, Monty Python reference. Yeah, I was waiting for it because I was looking at your notes as I was watching it and I was like, it's going to be Aiden. I know Aiden's <laughs> going to be the one to make it and I knew that it was going to be a night reference for some reason and I was right. And then I believe um, uh, Nigel followed up with a, a reference to that scene, but I can't remember what it was, honestly. Really? Yeah, it was very funny. Was it just a flesh wound? Yes, I think it was just a flesh wound. I think he actually did, <laughs> he did say something like that, which is great. <laughs> Um, and, oh, wow, did I just not take any, that's hilarious. Uh, so apparently I was so into the, um, Umberto Garza stuff because they were getting so much time and they were doing a lot of cool stuff. It was, it was fun. It was good stuff. And I didn't even write down how they won or, or what. Or who won or anything I mean, like I, I know, I know the winners were Umberto and Oni. I know that much, but that's... this is the long. This is the most we've called him Oni in an episode before. Oh, Umberto got the pin. That's right. Yeah, he did. Yeah, because Garza Oni was the last one. Oni makes me uncomfortable. I'm going to revert back to calling him Biff. All right, Biff. Biff. And that was uh, that was 205 Live. One match. It was a lot was of great. fun. It was a lot of fun. I really suggest you go check it out. Um, yeah, it was good stuff. Then we uh, get to NXT, and I can immediately start fast forwarding, and I saved. Uh, Oh, eight minutes? Wow. Yeah, it was eight minutes. I looked at it. Uh, John's first note on the NXT just says, shock, the fast forward button. And I did. I hit it many times. <laughs> I had to hit it multiple times because it only goes forward ten seconds I, when you're on Hulu. Yeah. Holy boy. So, and I had to do that for a full, like, eight minute fast forwarding thing. It was wow. insane. That's crazy. Don't ever do that again, NXT. Nobody wants to listen to any of them talk. I was tempted... To briefly listen to Bobby Fish only because it's Bobby Fish. But then I went, no, he's part of the project. You just made the list! Yes, very true, very true. Um, ACH shows up and he... Uh, I don't know <laughs> what... Is... They're like a young Mormon lad spreading the word. Yeah, basically. And uh, <laughs> and then um, I listened to Adam Cole say, I'll break that stupid smile off your face. And I'm sorry, sir, but that's not how that phrase goes. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Yeesh. Uh, and then ACH promptly handles it in the most sassy way possible without even having to say anything. It's yeah. so good. Um, we have Jonah Rock. I mean, Bronson Reed. He's doing some stuff. Confirmed nice guy, resident thick boy. Oh, he's amazing. He's very Which nice. he described himself as resident thick boy. You know what? <laughs> um, 
How is there not a tag team called Forever the Thickest Kids? <laughs> I'm going to ask him. How is there not a tag team called? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to tweet that right now. How is there not a tag team called Forever the Thickest Kids? And if our listeners do not go and immediately retweet that when they hear this episode, then you you can you're dead to me. Wow, I could not locate. Now, would I spell um, thickest T H I C C E S T? Yes. Okay. I'm gonna keep refreshing your page until it posts. <laughs> it's up. Shit. It's up. I actually I I uh, asked Dan that, and he's like, I don't know. And I was like, oh, and I never just, I never tweeted it, which was weird, but whatever. It's still not coming up. It's there, 13 seconds ago. Um, so, uh, our first match we had was uh, Mansoor taking on Damian Priest. You didn't mention Shane. Did he talk about Shane? Shane came in during that segment. Oh, I didn't watch the whole thing. Shane, Shane came in, and I, also, I said, confirmed also, nerdy sweetheart. Shane Thorne is a very nice guy, in case anybody was curious. There you go. So it's we... nothing to do with the fact that he's hot. He, I have nothing but nice things to say about him aside from that. So Well, good. Uh, yeah. Mansoor taking on Damian Priest. All right, Marianne, I agree. The arrow thing is dumb. It's very Thank dumb. you. Thank you. you. My only notes for this is just that Mansoor trained in the Bay Area and wrestled at Hood Slam a couple times. Um, and that's my only input for this match. I mean, that's fine. I I think Mansoor looked pretty good in this match. I mean, I was I was pretty excited. I went, oh, he's actually getting some offense, and he did that really cool neck breaker into the ring. That was cool. And I mean, Damian Priest ends up getting the win. Um, it was a fun little match. That's really all I have to say about that. Um, I did not. I don't watch Vanessa Bourne matches. <laughs> I don't watch them. Um, but Shayna Baszler came out at the end of the match, and she asked Mia Yim to join the horsewoman, and Mia Yim said, nah, I'm good. Um, and then they beat the shit out of her. So that's the end of that. Uh, we had a Keith Lee, Dominic Dijakovic thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was fun. It was good. It was just hyping up their match that they had and they they are now hyping up the match that they will be having i think it's in two weeks right two weeks sure why not yeah i think so it's just it's a match that's happening it is a match that's happening and i'm i'm all here for it and then we had uh bronson reed taking on shane thorne and we had an aussie fight confirmed aussie fight made me very happy um, it said Jonah is from Black Forest, Australia, and I went, wait, isn't Black Forest like a gummy bear brand? And then I went, wait, no, it's a type of ham. How fitting. It is a type of ham. <laughs> Black Forest ham served at Subway. Yes, and nowhere, and, <laughs> and nowhere else. Um, I absolutely loved Shane Thorne's entrance video. Oh my I just, god. I just his thought it was cool. video and his music, and he is just great. Um, and this match was a lot of fun. And there were a lot, you know, these two have obviously... They both have peck tattoos on the left peck. My god, is that an Australian Not Shane's thing? best tattoo, his best tattoo is his full metal alchemist tattoo. Oh, And nice. yes, you heard me correctly, Shane Thorne, wrestler, Australian wrestler of NXT for the WWE, has an anime tattoo. My god, what a time to be alive. What a time, 
What a time. What a and time. And you know who indeed. noticed that he had it? Nia. Oh, <laughs> of course. She was talking to him and she's like, wait, is that a Full Metal Alchemist tattoo when we were at Matrix in San Jose? Oh my god. And he was like, yeah, and then we just went talking about anime for like ten minutes. Wonderful. Great dude. Sit out Spinebuster though. Uh, oh, sit- boy. oh man, he uh that was some that was some D Brown nonsense happening there on that. I loved that. And I mean, I think the most surprising thing was that Shane Thorne won. Um, I was not expecting that. Uh, but that that kick you have you have a note about the kick. Holy cow! Yeah, it was. Um, oh my god, it was so cool. I don't but know. Then if again, it, everybody. I don't my, know. Me and my kicks. I love kicks. I don't know if it was the shiniest wizard, but it was. It was damn near close to it. Also, I believe uh, Tegan Knox is almost back. Or no, she is back. Nixon, she's back, right? Yes, she is. Okay. Um, we have a Vel- Velveteen Dream sequence where he comes out and he just. I love uh, what's called a sequence. Yeah, I call it a sequence. A sequence a dream of dream sequence. A sequence of, of of Velveteen events, which is uh, well, just a sequence. It reminds me of uh, when some on Drag Race where somebody told Alyssa Edwards that they're called sequins and not sequence. Oh boy! Oh yeah. Well, um, made Drag Race of... UK coming to thing coming mm-hmm. out soon. Yeah, very soon. Um, Good shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Matt Riddle taking on the uh, newer, nastier Killian Dane uh, comes out with his kind of sanity entrance. Um, this was uh, a brawly brawl match that was fine. Um, they beat the shit out of each other. Dane mainly worked over the ribs. Um, Riddle hits him with a huge German suplex. And um, there is a very scary moment towards the end of this match where uh, I I don't believe Matt Riddle was supposed to fall like that on the steps. There was a... I, I can't remember exactly what the, um, the spot was, but he... I think he was... Supp- I'm not. I think it was a back body drop, but he didn't, and he fell like face first. It looked real bad, but um, yeah. He's uh, had worse because he was an actual fighter. Very true. Um, Killian Dane hits three Vader bombs to defeat Matthew Riddle. Uh, blood coming from his mouth. My God, what a time to be alive! Are you ready to talk about our classic match? Our classic, I'm always ready to talk about classic matches. Classic match of the evening comes to us from WrestleMania X7, not 17, X7. Sure, why not? I got really confused and I had to text Nick and ask him what he meant by that. And he was like, because X has made everything cool in the early 2000s. It's very true. They did. I was like, how do I even search for this on the network? What the fuck? I think I actually just typed WrestleMania 17. You didn't. What? I didn't? No, 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 no. I'm saying when I searched on the network. Oh, yeah, you did, but when it said X7, I was like, does it mean 17 or what? And I didn't want to, like, watch 17 and have that be wrong. Right. No, I hear you. Uh, so this <sighs> this was the... Because the more wrestling I have to watch, the unhappier I am. <laughs> We've established this, apparently. Uh, it is <laughs> a tables, ladders, and chairs match for the WWF Tag Team Championships. It is Edge and Christian taking on the Hardy Boys and the, at the time, current WWF Tag Team Champions, the Dudley Boys. Um, 
Hey, we got JR and Paul Heyman on commentary, Marianne. Very interesting. What the fuck? I know, right? Very interesting. This was... Uh, Weird shit happening there. This was moments after... Eh, not moments. I'd say a couple of months after ECW had finally folded. And by finally, I mean... I. Because it always just seemed like they never had money. That's not like some weird dig at ECW. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I mean, look at these little hardy boys coming to the ring. These whittle hardy boys. And, I mean, first of all, right off the bat, toot it or boot it, Marianne, Matt Hardy's uh, purple and black long-sleeve see-through mesh shirt. Okay. It's very under an overpass raver chic. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I'd like to make a Skids Letterkenny reference, but then I'd have to go into it, and I, so I'll just leave it at that. If you've watched Letterkenny, you'll know exactly what I mean by those outfits. Um, you're also asking me to judge Matt's shirt when he's literally dressed like Jeff, and Jeff always gets a boot by principle. Woo! My so, God. It's, it's the mesh, man. It is just... Uh, goodness and uh, what i will hand it to jeff hardy is that he has not changed no he's stuck with the same look and is gonna own it until he dies he uh yeah he just always will look the same and just will always try to murder himself it's just that mesh man it's it's like i appreciate that you stuck with that look but i hate it it might also be like the jinko jeans thing that they're wearing like the black like ones that have like all the pockets and the chains and stuff on him. It's it is very under an overpass raver chic. That's all I can say. <laughs> uh, is this your first time seeing this match? Yes. Oh. Although right. I've seen all three of those. You've seen tag every teams big spot. Retro. Yes. Before it's the first time I've seen all three of them together. Yes. Um. Uh, let's just go down my notes here. I love and always have loved. Uh, Bubba Ray Dudley's punches, probably not so much now, just because of problematic things that have been happening for about 5 to 10 to 20 years. Um, anyway. <laughs> anyway, um, I lo- also love the get-the-table spot where Devon goes under the ring. <laughs> he goes on autopilot. <laughs> yes, he basically goes on autopilot, looks under the ring, and then goes, oh, there are quite literally tables everywhere. <laughs> well, so good. Um... Man, what else? I mean, uh, just a bunch of dangerous-looking shit going on here. Uh, Jeff Hardy being powerbombed onto Edge through a table. That was nuts. But I think, I, I mean, that looked crazy, but I think uh, Bubba Ray Dudley just throwing an open ladder into or onto Matt's face was just like I very... couldn't tell if that was on purpose or just a chain of events. I don't know, because it looked like he tried to throw it at him once, and it didn't work, and then he was like, oh, I'm going to do it again, and he just <laughs> nailed and him. And you know that's how he said it in his head, too. Nailed him <laughs> right in the fucking head. But then, I mean, it just keeps getting crazier and crazier, but I think the the craziest thing that we see in this entire match is Christian just flying all the way to the out side of the ring off of a ladder without anything to break his fall at all and then they showed it from the above camera angle and it looked even worse yes just to which i've never seen that it was like this really shoddy it was almost like surveillance footage inside a 7-eleven they usually (laughs) yeah 
they usually do that. They haven't done it for a while, but I actually really like that when it's done well. They, I think this might have been the first time. No, that's not true. This, uh, but it, you know, it looked like it was one of the first times they decided to use it. But the, yeah, the the top down angle is is fantastic, and it gave it. I mean, it looked pretty grainy, but if anything, it gave us. It was great. It was like it was very period appropriate. Yeah, I mean, it ge- it gave <laughs> us the confirmation that Christian. Uh, is a crazy person and landed straight on his like hip. Yeesh. And then he came back. <laughs> and then the he hell? came back. Yeah. Uh, and then I mean, this was also the period of time where we had these were technically trios. We had uh, Spike Dudley with the Dudleys, Rhino with Edge and Christian, and Lita with the Hardy Boys. Um, Spike Dudley uh, just comes in and gives people the acid drop, which is the the step up spinning uh diamond cutter um and he does that twice and then once he does it through a table and i think he did that did he do it to christian he did it to christian because i said why i was already dead because i had said earlier that i feel like i'm the christian to your edge (laughs) especially with the way they were dressed when they came in yeah because you were decidedly cooler than me (laughs) so like and and just christian and that's how it is 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 edge is always cooler than christian by default yikes so it's just the way it is and the the giant glasses that christian was wearing looking like he was trying so desperately to fit in with edge's coolness and i was like wow that's my level of pathetic (laughs) i identify with that but yeah, he did it. He did it through a table on Christian, and I was like, "But where did what? He was already dead. Why would you do that?" <laughs> yeah, he was just uh, <laughs> when he's down, you're beating a dead horse. He's just taking all all the bumps. Rhino comes in, he spears everyone. I believe he spears Matt Hardy through a table, and it it just looked really bad. Um, and then the rhino looking somehow exactly the same also has not changed his look at all. I know it's just the same exact thing. The dedication. Uh, and, and then Lita is here, uh, running the song totally showing. Yes. Now that was Lita's thing. Did you know that? It, it's also a very early two thousands thing. Yeah, apparently. So would you, it's I guess, a trashy, uh, a trashy, just, so you would absolutely boot that. Oh, completely. All right, there you go, folks. Leah it's has not been booted. okay. Booted, not okay. It wasn't okay then. It's not okay now. It will never be okay. Very true. I will say something that was more than okay was uh, Lita's Hurricane Rana onto uh, Rhino. So good. I thought it was very good. Um, and uh, let's see. Oh, Lita she just fucking destroyed him. <laughs> she just picks up this chair and hits Spike Dudley right over the head with it. <laughs> I was like, good lord, he did like, nothing. Right- he was just standing there and then she gets a 3d for her troubles um yeah this is just spot after spot after a while it's it's just it's just there's so much going on it's just crazy at first when this match started i was like there's so much happening i don't know how to keep track of what's happening right now because trying to follow along with your notes and watching it at the same time because half the time i don't know what i'm looking at and how i keep track of what's going on in the matches by looking at your notes and i was like i don't even know how to do this um the Swanton from Jeff onto Spike and Rhino on the outside. It also looks. Oh my god! It also looks like, and you can see Spike checking for his teeth. Oh uh, yeah, he's bleeding in the background. You can see him checking for his if his teeth are still in place. It, it, and on the replay, it looks like Jeff he, he his elbow caught Spike right in the mouth, 
Um, but it almost looks like it his it's from the table break and him like you know folding up into his elbow. So it's and almost the fact like a, that he had another person on top of him. Yeah, it was oof, it was uh, pretty rough. And then we get the yeah. the hanging from the belts. Where, Which was great. Yeah. Um, and then we get Jeff hanging from the belts. And he gets, I believe this was in the open for Monday Night Raw for years. Uh, he gets the, the spear from Edge who comes off so a ladder. It was so cool. Comes off a ladder to spear him technically out of the Why is it not manner. still in the opening for Monday Night Raw? I have <laughs> no idea. That's pretty timeless. Keep it. Yeah, it is it is absolutely fantastic. Um uh, Rhino pushes Matt and Bubba off the <laughs> off the ladder to the outside, and they destroy like four, four tables. tables. And that's not even an exaggeration. And, yeah, <laughs> and by destroy, I mean they completely just obliterate them. Um, and yeah, because Rhino and Bubba are, are large men. Yeah. Oh yeah. And then the uh, the finish is kind of mad, but they usually are in this match because they do so much crazy shit throughout the entire. Uh, you forget what they're fighting for. They're like, well, I guess we just gotta go climb up and grab these belts. So, I almost made a Mulan reference, and then I stopped myself. Yeah. What do we want? A girl worth fighting for. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm um, also not sorry. I don't have a match for next week, but Marianne, I guess just be prepared because be I be prepared. That's like the don't give me another Disney reference to make, please. All right. Uh, uh, we will be watching a war games match next week. Calvin suggested one. We're gonna watch one, so you will now ex- know exactly what a war games match is. We're gonna perfect. Go back. I can't remember which one it is, but the teams he gave me, I went hell yeah, that sounds good. So to prepare for that, listeners, watch every war games match. No, don't do that. No, please don't. It's too many. Let's get to the questions. I'll watch all of them and still be confused. Let's get to the questions here. Uh, Mike asks, why wasn't Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine's team called Rhythm and Blues? I, oh, Rhythm and Bruise instead of Rhythm and Blues. I don't know. That's actually would have been a better name. Uh, he also asks, what is the best tag team name that isn't Best Friends? Ugh, damn it. <laughs> I don't know. I like Fist. Fist, Friends in Similar Tights. That's a pretty good one. That's I mean, a great one. I really like Forever the Thickest Kids. His kids, I was just thinking that too. <laughs> Whoever uses that is, is, is will become my favorite tag team. I feel like there's a lot of really good tag team names. Uh, oh, um, Men of Low Moral Fiber. I was just going to say Men of Low Moral Fiber <laughs> is a good one. I mean, pretty much any early pro wrestling gorilla uh, tag team name is great. Uh, I like the Golden Lovers just because it's funny. I know it's not meant to be funny, but whatever. Um, let's look at the tag team. Let's look at the list of PWG tag teams. Yeah, I think Men of Low Moral Fiber is probably the best one. <laughs> um, there was a tag team. <laughs> so there was a tag team called Two Skinny Black Guys, and it was hu- <laughs> and it was Human Tornado and El Generico. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, I don't think it gets any better than that. I don't, I think, um, didn't they, um, what was Keith Lee and Donovan Dijak's name? The Monstars? Oh, the Monstars, yes, that one. And they came good. out with, like, what were they, they came out with Space Jam? Yes. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, I also really like, um, I like the Monster Mafia, I did, I don't really think it has anything to do with Ethan Page or Josh Alexander, and by anything to do with them, I mean, um, you know, like, neither one of them 
our monsters, I guess. Are I don't know. Like funny tag team names or just tag team names that like make sense. Either one's fine. He just said, I like was... Reno scum a lot. Reno scum's a great because tag it says team name. everything about them. Yeah. Um, except for the fact that they're dads that should be included. Yes. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we got here? Ah, here is a very interesting question. Marianne is Kenny Omega versus Pac a better match than Kenny Omega versus John Moxley. No. Um, I'm gonna say no, but only for the reason that we haven't gotten any sort of storyline between Kenny Omega and Pac yet. That's the only reason I'm gonna say no. Because Fair. I think I feel like that's my reason too, because I didn't have a reason other than my mind just my mind and my emotions were like, no. Right. I think Pac Kenny Omega is gonna be a fantastic match, but they haven't been building that match. It's just kind it, of It would a... be a fantastic match in the same way that it would be a good PWG match because they don't build to things, they just have matches. Right. right. Yeah. Right. There you go. There you go. Uh let's see here. Uh Nick, Nick asks, Will XFL distract Vince long enough to make the weekly shows good again. How dare distract you distract him you. long enough like he's a spoiled well he is spoiled. How dare you disrespect the big dog of professional wrestling that way? Roman Reigns? No, the the world wrestling entertainment. It's still Roman Reigns. Yes, very true. Um <laughs> I, I feel like the shows uh, I don't I don't know if they've been bad. Obviously we don't watch them because, you know, no we one's making us. We don't have to. No one's making us watch them. Um, I I haven't heard all you know terrible things, and I feel like it sounds for the most part like Vince has been listening to Paul Heyman and Eric Bischoff. Um, so I mean, eh, will they? Will sure? I mean, the other good news we heard is Vince and uh, Kevin Dunn aren't going to have much of a say in uh how nxt is run so triple h will at least you know get that he'll still have that for going so and the last question marianne which i don't even know if you've watched any of the seasons uh nick wants thoughts on season three of glow have you watched any of glow marianne no but i heard that uh roddy piper's daughter's working on it oh i didn't know that roddy piper's daughter is also in the um the battle royal they're doing uh before all out in the, it's an all-women's battle royal to crown the number one contender for the women's championship. So, um, uh, uh, season three of Glow. I thought season three of Glow was very good. I thought it was a lot better than season two, but that's not to say that season two was bad. I just feel like they kind of needed to get out of the space of L.A. that they were in and move to Vegas. I thought uh, Gina Davis was great. I thought Gina oh, Davis is fantastic. She's so good in this. She plays. I think she plays the owner of a con- casino. I was very unclear if she was a. Sh- she ran all of the shows in the casino, or if she was a the owner of the casino. But the decisions she made, it made it seem like she ran the casino. Um, a lot of good character development, and I mean, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a lot of fun, and I'm very interested to see what happens on season four if there is a season four i can't imagine there not being but it's a very good show um y'all should watch it it's good stuff peace (laughs) peace uh marianne i am going to new japan what this weekend on sunday going to going to the finals of the super j you gonna cry no 
I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> there we go. That's that's better. There was a moment where I was like, you know what? Because Naito's going to be there. I know. That's why I asked you if you were going to cry. Uh, I I was like, you know what? I should buy meet and greet. And I didn't do it. And now they're sold out. It's what fine. would you do if you got to meet Naito? I don't know. I'd probably be like, hey, you're awesome, bro. And then I don't know what would happen after that. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's really all I got. We need to talk about um, Chris Brooks calling Walter a Dominic Mysterio-looking piece oh my of God. shit. Oh my God, this is the this is the most amazing uh, like thing that is happening on the internet right now. Um, oh apparently, Walter fought uh, Chris Brooks tonight, and Chris Brooks, Chris Brooks is on my list. You just made the list. Chris, I love him. Chris Brooks called Walter a Dominic Mysterio-looking piece of shit. And then Walter hit him with a fucking 619. Uh, that is amazing. And uh, Chris Brooks tweeted a picture of him on the floor flipping off uh, Walter. And it says, fuck off, Dominic. <laughs> this, is, this, is the, uh, this is what the internet has been saying is that Walter uh, looks exactly like Dominic Mysterio. And it, I mean, it's pretty uncanny. If you're- I think Jonathan Gresham had tw- had posted oh. something like that. Well, Jordan Jordan Grayson said, "Is this true?" And he, he was like, "What? No, <laughs> that's not that's not that's not Walter. What are you talking it's about?" So good. It's very funny. Um, I mean, that's all I got, Marianne. Yeah, imagine hiring Walter and thinking you could just pretend he's Rey Mysterio's son. Yes. You can't fool me, Vince. <laughs> very funny. Very funny stuff. Um. That's. I think that's it for us, Marianne. Right? So good. <laughs> um. You know, before we do all the plugs, I got a message on our Patreon page from one Vince from Vince McMahon. He, not Vince McMahon. <laughs> he said, "Thank you for the most recent uh, or the shout out in the most recent episode. I had meant uh, to up my Patreon ma- amount a long time ago, but it's been. Uh, I will." Uh, I think he was the second person to like your tweet, by the way, after me, because I would obviously be first. Uh, Looks like last year was rough. He had to change jobs. He got promoted. That's great. That's always good. And he still gave us money even when it was... And and now I'm sitting a a bit more comfortably where I can contribute a bit more each month. Thanks again for the laughs during my morning commute. Well, Vince, you're welcome. I know you have supported... It's cute that you think we're funny. Quite literally every... Uh, show that I believe uh, we've done here at um, NOTLG, and we appreciate it a whole Yeah, kick lot. it up a notch, Dan. Wow. <laughs> How dare you? I'm just feeling really abrasive right now. Apparently so. How dare I you? I hug. Well, I'm 300 miles away. I cannot help you. wouldn't you give that. me one anyway. That's not true. Ugh. I miss you, John. I can't wait to see you at BOLA. Oh my goodness. BOLA is going to be the time of our lives. I still need to figure out where I'm staying. Oh, I don't know where that is. I don't know where that would be. Uh, figure it out. You're you're grown last. I'm resourceful. Oh yeah. Um, fucking Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch got engaged. What the fuck? Yeah, that's crazy. I tried to think of a, a cute or a stupid-sounding couple name for the two of them, and I can't, and now I don't care about them Some, anymore. Somebody said, um, will they be called The Men? <laughs> Who said that to me? <laughs> that sounds like something 
something Nick would say. I laughed really hard. I was like, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> that's so good. Oh, my, my, <laughs> my Twitter uh, friend Polly said, now they will become the men. <laughs> that's fucking great. That's good shit. Um, yeah, excellent. So, all right, let's get to these plugs here. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. Uh, you can just search Tornado Tag Radio. The men. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Sailor Moon Salt, and you can follow John on Twitter at JP Thrice. Subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and now Spotify, and also still SoundCloud because it's still a thing. Uh, just search for Tornado Tag Radio. Please rate and review us as well. Head nice on o- thing, please. <laughs> yes, nice thing. Head on over to notlg.spreadshirt.com. Buy a Tornado Tag Radio shirt, a mug, a... Um... Get onto that a, lo- a local talent thing, John. Oh, shoot. Yeah, local talent. All right, I'll, I'll figure that out. I'll figure it out. But yeah, go... A local over. talent needs to be a mug, or I would wear a local talent shirt and a... And drink out of a mug. I would wear a mug if I could wear a mug. That's you know a what? Uh, lo- I'm just going to look it up. A local talent shirt. Hard work makes talent. Local talent shirt Etsy. There is a shirt that just says local talent. And, uh, yeah, but you need the bar in front of it. It is technically... Yep. Man. What? Whatever. It's te- technically a wrestling shirt, but whatever. Um... Support TTR and all of the other podcasts, much like Vince does. Become a Patreon, patreon.com slash N-O-T-L-G. Uh, if you can give monetarily, we appreciate that. As we, as you can see, we do appreciate it. So you know. I would appreciate uh, donations to my fund to make it to Joe Gacy's wedding in October. Who? Joe Gacy, the wrestler. What? He's getting married in October, and I'm going as George's date, and Timmy's going to be there. Hi, Timmy! You're going to Joe Gacy's wedding. Yes. I don't. I don't even know what's happening right now. I don't know what your life is right now. I, I honestly wake up every day and then go to my boring job and think that too. Very. I was like, nobody's gonna believe my my social life. Chainsaw or lack Joe. Thereof. Chainsaw Joe Gacy, who is in a stable with Eddie Kingston. Yeah. So, so therefore, he's awesome. So you're gonna hang out with Eddie Kingston. If Eddie Kingston's there, I'll probably cry. Or I'll just shout a dragon dragon at him. <laughs> a guy named it's Saber. a dragon dragon. Oh boy. All right. I'm going to have a dirty dancing lifting me above the dance floor moment with Tim Dance. My God. Well. And there will be footage. That is it for us this week. Uh, there's only one thing left to do. So, Marianne, if you will. Ring the bell so I can go to bed. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com. Hey, 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 hey,